Welcome to the Valmica Property Investing Podcast. I'm JP, your host and the founder of Valmica Buyers Agency. With my background in investment banking, I'm here to share Wall Street tips and secrets for building a top 4% property portfolio. Let's dive into the world of property investment together. Welcome to another episode. In this episode titled How to Purchase Property Prior to Auction, I'm going to take you through a few steps. First, I'm going to explain why you would want to do this. And I think possibly you would think this is quite obvious since you listen to this podcast, but there's some pros and cons to it. So I'll take you through the cons too. And then I'm going to take you through tips on how to actually purchase the property away from auction. Right, let's get straight into it. What are the advantages of purchasing property prior to auction? So some of the benefits are that you get the property that you want. The other benefit is people, especially in a hot market, don't want to go to auction. And the reason being is that there's a lot of competition at auction and the property tends to run away from you in price. So there's incentive, especially in a hot market, to purchase that property prior to auction because in theory, you have less competition. So you avoid that competition. You want to secure a good deal. And also you want to save time and stress. So leading up to an auction can be a very stressful time for people, for purchases, because it's the unknown. So wanting to secure that deal prior to auction can be very attractive. But there also can be cons. Just as you can overpay for property in an auction, you can also potentially overpay on prior to auction and negotiations prior to auction. So you've got to be very wary of that too. And also you can miss out on better opportunities potentially. So if you find a property and you want to move quickly on it and you secure that property, then you could find out that you have missed out on another great opportunity. So those can be the cons. Right, let's move into how you can secure this property prior to auction. This has all got to do with speed. So the quicker you can get a clean offer to the agent, the better your chances are of acquiring that property. So what are the steps? First of all, once you've found a property that you want to purchase, you need to inspect that property. That includes inspection from yourself, making sure that you're happy with the asset and making sure that you get a building and inspector report. So do your due diligence and do it thoroughly prior to making this offer. Also, you need to have your finances in play. There's no point in approaching the vendor and then you don't have the finance to back it up. So make sure that is clean and it's within your budget. Property is all about getting the right value. You do not want to overpay for a property. So you need to understand your valuation. In order to understand the valuation of the property, you need to do your market research and you need to use comparables as to get a proper and good idea of what the property is worth and then stick to it in your negotiations. Don't go over what the property is worth. There will always be another one. 
And lastly, you will need to get the contract from the vendor. The vendor will have a contract in place. You need to get a legal advice and review of that contract prior to going to making an offer. Spend the time to go through it with your solicitor. Solicitors tend to, to especially the ones that we deal with, they, they do many, many contracts on a daily basis. So they're very familiar with what should be in a contract and what shouldn't be in a contract. So you tend to find that they're able to review contracts pretty quickly and then have a meeting with you and take you through the risks that you're entering into in that contract and what you may want to exclude from the contract. Now that you have this in place, a good way to have leverage and to entice the vendor to selling a property prior to auction is to have a section 66W executed. What this does is it waives your rights to a cooling off period. Now this is the same waiving of rights that you would enter into at an auction. So at an auction, it's final. You do not, you're not able to back out of it afterwards. It's a signed contract. It's the same thing if you want to entice the vendor to selling you the property prior to auction to waive that right. It shows that you're serious about the property, but at the same time, make sure that you are serious about the property and you've done all your due diligence on the asset prior to doing this. Because once you've agreed on the contract, you've got that waiving of rights and it's signed, that's it, you can't go back on it. Right, the next thing to remember is the timing and stage of the auction campaign is very important. You do not want to go to a vendor and with an offer too early in the auction campaign stage. Because what this does is it increases the vendor's expectations. They've only been in the market for a short while, even if it's an off-market property, they've, they haven't been with it for very long and then they're already getting these offers. So it makes them think that there would be better offers down the line. And also it raises the expectations on the price. So don't go too early in the auction campaign. Also don't leave it too late because sometimes if you're leading up to an auction and it's too late, They've already been in the market long enough to accumulate a couple of interested parties that would be willing to go to the auction. So your chances of being able to negotiate a deal prior to auction will definitely be less. The other thing we like to do is try and draw out more information from the seller's agent about the vendor. Things like, have they purchased elsewhere already? This would mean that they would be have a lot more incentive to close on their property prior to an auction because they've got the risk. There's always a risk at an auction that things go wrong. With this in the back of the mind, um, leaning over them because they've already acquired another property and they need to sell, this might be a good sign that they're willing to negotiate prior to auction and be able to sell you the asset prior to auction. So that's a good sign. The other thing that we look for is if the vendor is older. So we tend to find that 
if people are a bit older, they get more nervous around auctions. They're a bit more risk averse and auctions tend to be a bit riskier for the seller as well. Even in hot markets, people tend to be nervous around it because it's the fear of the unknown. So if they're of an older um, category of vendor, then we find that the odds of you being able to negotiate a good deal prior to the auction are higher. So try and gather this information before making the offer because it'll basically improve your chances if you know uh, where the vendor category sits. Once you make the offer, make it on a signed contract with the waiving of your cooling off rights. This makes it a more compelling offer. It makes it a strong offer and make it in a region which is a good price, but is not too much. Gauge this on your market research. But bear in mind that it's the seller's agent's role to shop your offer around. So they will try their best to try and beat your offer. So be prepared to face competition. And in light of that, make sure that you've got enough room in your price to negotiate. It's always wiser to go in with a good offer, but slightly lower than what you're prepared to pay or what the value is that you see the, the property at. So you've got some room to negotiate because there will always be a negotiation back. And you can gauge how strong that negotiation is from the agent when they come back to you. I tend to always try and get a gauge on what the competition is prior to making an offer, just so that I can understand what our odds are. And sometimes if I feel that there's too much competition, it's probably not worthwhile. But it doesn't hurt to try and putting in your first offer and it comes back with a very strong counter offer, then you know you can walk away. Lastly, be flexible and willing to negotiate the terms and conditions of the sale. And these are things such as deposit, settlement date, or inclusions. So for example, on the settlement date, if you are able, and check this with your solicitor and your um, financier, if you're able to settle sooner, this can give you a competitive advantage against other bidders out there. I hope you found this episode insightful and valuable. If you did, please leave me a like and leave me some comments. I'd love to hear what you think about it and any other ideas you would like me to include in future podcasts. Thank you and see you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Valmica Property Investing Podcast. If you're interested in our services, please visit us at valmlikaproperty.com. Remember, the content shared in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. For personalized financial advice, always consult your trusted financial advisor or professional. See you in the next episode.